Welcome everyone to the Cover to Cover podcast, where we explore the world of books and their impacts on our daily life. This is your host, Dot, and in this episode, we'll be discussing the book Atomic Habits by James Clear and how its lessons can help you build a healthier habit in the gym, your diet, and just overall routines. Atomic Habits is a practical guide that teaches readers on how to create positive habits that last. It provides a step-by-step process for changing bad habits and adopting good ones using small incremental changes that add up to big results over time. In this episode, we'll dive deep into the principles outlined in Atomic Habits and explore on how they can be applied to our health and wellness routines, whether you're looking to improve your fitness, eat healthier, or just simply build better habits in your daily life. This episode will provide valuable insight and actionable tips to help you achieve those goals. You may not be able to quantify the concept of how small changes have a big impact, but I'm very much of a numbers person. And one of the biggest lessons that I learned was that you have to be able to improve 1% every single day. Now, however that may look like to you, the biggest part, the, the biggest, most important lesson is to know that habits, just like money, compound with interest. As money compounds over time with interest rates, the amount of interest that you give your habit is how you're going to improve on it and shape your what your day-to-day looks like. The way that I look at this is as I enjoy working out. So doing one more rep, an extra set, an extra workout during a gym session, reading an extra chapter of a book right before bed, allowing myself to make one less unnecessary purchase or like an impulse purchase per week. All of those things may not seem like an incredible accomplishment at the time, but like I said, over time, these things will have an impact, a remarkable impact on your life. So how does one really change or shape their habits? I want you guys to pause and think about if it's your identity that shapes your habits or if it's your shape, if it's your habits that shape your identity. What do you believe to be true or if it's both? And for me, at least at first was this is a pretty simple concept. Obviously our our habits shape our identity, but both of these concepts work very well hand in hand. And what I mean by that is yes, habits do shape our identity. Uh when we consistently perform a habit, it becomes a part of who we are. So for example, I go to the gym every day and I see myself as someone who values fitness and health. Over time, this identity becomes a self-reinforcing cycle where our habits reinforce our identity. However, it can also work the other way. Just like how our habits may shape our identity, our identity can also influence the habits that we form. If you see our if you see yourself as a successful and a productive person, you are more likely to form a habit that supports that identity such as setting goals, prioritizing your time, and taking action towards those goals. So it is important that you understand the relationship between the habits and your identity, and you can use it to your advantage to create a positive change in your life. Some of the ways that you can do that is start by making small habits. When you start by making small, easy-to-perform habits, you can begin to shape your identity and build momentums towards the bigger changes. For example, If you are someone that wants to exercise regularly, you don't have to jump in and start by doing a two, three hour long workout because you're not going to enjoy that, enjoy it that much, and you're not going to want to continue. However, you can build up to that identity by performing small challenges, by performing, you know, five, 10 minute workouts each day and eventually gradually grow on that. So you want to start focusing on your identity based goals. Instead of setting goals based on specific outcomes, such as losing 10 pounds or making more money, 
um, you can focus on identity-based goals, such as becoming a healthier person or a more successful employee. By focusing on your identity, you are more likely to form the habits that support that identity. And all of this starts from just positive affirmations from yourself. You have to remind yourself that you are someone who's disciplined. You are someone that's ready to take action towards your goals. And that was sort of the introduction into the book and making you realize how your habits and your identities align with each other when it comes to creating a better lifestyle and better habits. Now we go into the four laws that are sort of the guiding motto for this entire book, the four fundamental laws that help you create and maintain the better habits. And the four laws that are talked about in this book sort that sort of guide the entire direction of the book are the law of cue, the law of craving, the law of response, and the law of reinforcement. And these laws go hand in hand with the basic principles to build a better habit of making it obvious, making it attractive, making it easy, and making it satisfying. So in Atomic Habits, the law of cue refers to the idea that habits are often triggered by a specific cue or a signal in our environment. When we learn to recognize these cues, we can use them to our advantage to make our habits more automatic and easier to perform. The law of cue is closely related to the concept of making it obvious, which involves making our habits more visible and noticeable. So for someone who is trying to find that motivation to work out and and maybe struggling to, you know, get out of bed because I personally like to work out early in the morning and sometimes it can be very difficult when you wake up to be like, "All right, I'm ready to go to the gym." So the way that I can make this a much easier task for myself is I create a specific signal that it's time for me to work out. For example, I lay out all my workout clothes on my chair the night before. So they're already they're already there when I wake up in the morning. And this is my cue for working out in the morning. And now it's right in front of me and now it's more obvious and it allows me to follow through with it a lot more. It's one less thing that I have to do in the morning. And this is pretty much something that you can apply to anything that you do. I know I use the gym as an example a lot because that's something that I can personally relate to, but you can apply this to saving money. You know, you can you can make it obvious or you can get rid of the cue in your environment by of not allowing your credit card to be put into any online purchase that you make. So, you know, just having to manually put in your credit card information rather than just clicking a button of a previously saved credit card will honestly allow you to not make more purchases online. And these are just the little things. You can create your grocery list so you can keep healthier foods in your environment rather than junk foods that you want to avoid. So now you're making your kitchen a more of an obvious place for healthy eating. And guess what? This goes right back to your identity of of someone whose environment allows them to be a healthier person. The next law that's talked about is the law of craving. This law highlights the, how important it is to create a positive association with a habit in order to increase the desire to perform it. And this, again, is going to be able to apply to pretty much anything that you do. You want to make your habits appealing and something that you enjoy doing and something that you look forward to. You don't want to you don't want to make it unattractive. So it's important that you follow this law of craving by making your habits more attractive. Now I follow a workout routine that I really enjoy doing. You know, I don't I don't push myself to the limit of doing workouts that I don't really enjoy doing. Um, and now I have more of a craving to go to the gym. I am I the gym is now more attractive for me to go because I'm going to go and enjoy myself there. You know, I've also incorporated doing some yoga into my into my daily life as well because Number one, the feeling after of performing such a workout, it allows me to feel better about it. And now in the in the future, I want to do I want to keep doing it because I enjoy that feeling. So 
you want to make that feeling of after you perform a habit and the action of performing a habit that 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 relationship it needs to have a positive and a healthy relationship and you have to make that feeling attractive i used to go to the gym for two hours two and a half hours sometimes and i was just you know running myself to the ground but honestly now i work out for about at maximum probably an hour um sometimes i'll go a little bit over an hour but now my efficiency is a lot higher in the gym. I I'm able to get a lot more done in a lesser amount of time. And and I follow a routine again that I really just enjoy doing. So it pushes me back to keep going over and over again. If I'm if I'm going to gym for two, three hours a, a day, I'm not gonna be working out for that much that much longer. It, inc- it increases my injury risk, it increases my fatigue, it increases, you know, it also just slows down my progress in the gym as well. So it's very important to have a positive relationship in that aspect with your habits. And again, I just want to talk about how I know I'm using the gym as an example for a lot of these things because I know I can relate to it the most. But keep in mind that you are able to apply this to anything that you want to do in your daily life. I obviously want to promote fitness on this podcast because I think it's really important and something that everyone should definitely try to maintain in their life. But again, if that's something that you don't necessarily relate to try to put yourself in the position of something that you are able to relate to and i'm sure that you'll be able to make most out of it um whether that is um you know your nine to five job or if it's you know if you're still in school if you're still in college try to apply that to how you can get work done more productively um, and how you can make your work seem more attractive to you and um, whether that's working in a groups of people whether it's working and building relationships at your work that can allow you to enjoy being at your nine to five um, more consistently. And the third law called the law of response goes along with making your habits rewarding and making your habits easier. So the law of response states that we're more likely to repeat a behavior when it's immediately followed by a positive outcome. So the more rewarding their behavior is, the more likely that we're supposed to, that we will not supposed to, but we will repeat it in the future. And you want to follow that with the technique of making it easy by performing a behavior that requires minimal effort. As we all know, there's plenty of things that go on in everyone's life with family, friends, work, um, and just personal interests uh, that require a lot of our time. Some of the habits you may not be, and some of the behaviors you may not be able to fit in in every single day basis that, that require a lot of time. And it's important to keep your habits to something that you can perform without giving it much attention daily. And that's the whole point of habits. You're not supposed to give time and effort towards your habits. It's something that's supposed to, supposed to naturally happen. For example, in the morning when you open your eyes, the first thing without even paying attention to it, you pick up your phone and you look at the time or you look at your alarm or you look at social media, whatever it may be, that's your first instinct. And that's a habit, right? And, and uh, again, I could just be speaking for myself, but I know that a lot of people that do this and you don't think about doing that. That should follow with every single thing that you do throughout the day that are supposed to become your habits. So with this law, you want to make your habits and behaviors easy and rewarding. For example, if you're trying to maintain a regular workout routine while working a nine to five and balancing other aspects of your life, try to make fitting an exercise into your schedule easier. Um, that could involve finding a gym or a class that is near your workplace or near your home. So it requires minimal effort to get there. One thing that I did was I used to go to a gym that after work was just packed because everyone got out around the same time. 
um, after work and everyone went to the gym and it was just got too, too crowded and it was taking up a lot of my time. So I decided to switch my gym and I switched to a, a membership that was less time consuming. It, it, I went to a gym that was less traffic in the gym and I was able to work out with more efficiency and go in and out after work a lot easier. And since then, it, it's treated me really well. And I'm glad that I made this change. Um, again, so look to do things like that, that are that will that are achievable goals and also rewarding at the same time. And the one thing I want to say is never fail to acknowledge the things that you are doing to make a positive impact on your life and reward yourself on it. So so if you are following a strict diet, you know, take some time here and there to, you know, include a cheat diet. And now when I say that, don't don't go overboard with things and go right back to bad and old habits. But, you know, take the time to acknowledge that you're doing the right thing and that, and and reward yourself time to time again that allow you to continue the behavior over and over again, something that you may be able to look forward to. And again, it goes back to having a positive outlook on your life and the identity that you're trying to create and forming your habits around it. I was someone who was always anxious and stressed out about if I'm in the right place and if I'm putting myself in the right place to be successful in the future. But the one thing that I've realized is stress is only t- making me take steps backwards rather than forwards. And this is something that I learned from a Chris Hemsworth documentary uh, on Disney Plus called Limitless on how stress in your early ages between 20s and 30s can create long-term negative impacts and how you can avoid it by doing certain habits throughout the day. And that and that's not even from this book. This That's from the documentary. And I would suggest that if, if you guys have any interest in that, definitely go watch it. Um, but the biggest takeaway is, you know, you don't have to go 100 miles an hour. Um, Like I said in the beginning, improving your daily life 1% at a time can create a massive impact on your long-term lifestyle and health. So definitely take that into consideration because, because like I said, everyone has a lot that they have to deal with, especially trying to stay positive in your work environment, trying to stay positive around your friends, your family, and obviously maintaining your health through your workouts and your diet. And all of that can be really, really stressful when you put it all together at once. But Again, just take a deep breath and stay positive, follow through, and look into how these laws can actually make a difference in your life. And now we move into the fourth law, the last law, which is the law of reward. This is a key principle that is is outlined in Atomic Habits because it states that the more immediate and the satisfying the reward is for the habit, the more likely that you're you're going to repeat it in the future. And this law is closely related to the fourth law of behavior change make it satisfying because it involves creating a sense of pleasure or satisfaction from a habit that will more likely be able to stick rather than not. So when it comes to working out and balancing a nine to five job or or social life, the law of reward and the fourth law of behavior change can be really useful. Um, And the way that you can utilize this law is you want to be able to identify the rewards. One of the first steps is to identify the rewards that come from working out and building building a healthier lifestyle. Um, so personally, I enjoy feeling more energetic and uh, having a sense of accomplishment and enjoying time with friends and family. So I enjoy all of those things. And that is my reward. Um, when I work out, I like enjoying looking in the mirror and, and seeing the pump that I have after I work out. I like seeing my muscles grow. I like seeing the results. So when I look at that reward, it allows me to feel a sense of pleasure and and be satisfied with what I have accomplished. So to create an environment like that, it it is very crucial for your habits to feel that satisfaction to be able to stick. When I eat good food, I feel healthier. I feel better. I feel better about my diet. 
Um, and that allows me to keep going once I, cause I also track my, uh, my diet on an app called my fitness pal. So that I track my food log every single day, how many calories I eat, how much protein, how much fat, how much carbs I intake. So when I'm reading, when I'm reaching those goals, reaching the amount of macros and, and the calories that I need for the day, that is something that's rewarding for me because I, I accomplished something that I set myself up to do. And an important thing to know is like, once you have identified these rewards, you want to make these rewards immediate. So the law of rewards suggests that the more immediate a reward is, the more powerful it is in shaping our behavior. So this means that finding ways to make the rewards uh, of working out and building a healthier lifestyle more immediate can be effective. Um, so this could be setting up small goals and rewarding uh, yourselves when you achieve them. And I know you've probably heard me say about a thousand times by now about rewarding yourself and positive talk and things of that sort. Uh, but I just want to highlight how important those things are when you're trying to make a change in your life um, to lead to a better one. So it is important that you're able to do that because everything is not going to come to you easy. So if you can put a positive uh, outlook and positive experience around things that you're doing and things that you're not doing, that it can be beneficial um, for you and your and the person you're trying to be. So I know I, I know that there were a lot of laws and behavior changes and things that I threw out at you and you probably weren't able to uh, grasp everything. And if you were, that's great. Um, if you weren't, I would just want to sort of go over all everything so it kind of, I can kind of summarize everything for you in a, in a shorter bit and give you a sort of reminders of what we talked about earlier in the episode. So I want to start by saying the first law um, was the law of Q and that law aligned itself with the behavior of making things obvious. Um, so this law suggested that our environment can trigger certain habits and uh, the night before. So right before I get into bed, I have everything set up. So the morning I don't have to worry about it. And it's one less thing that I have to do. The second law was the law of craving. So this law highlighted the importance of creating a positive association with a habit in order to increase our desire to perform it. So with this, this aligned itself with a, with the habit of making things attractive. Um, this steps involve making your habit appealing and something that you look forward to. When a habit is attractive, you're more likely to enjoy doing it um, and keep doing it rather than uh, not doing things that you don't enjoy. So whether that could be the workouts that you like, enjoy doing um, at the gym or whether it's listening to the music that you like doing it, uh, like listening to in your car at the gym, an audiobook or whatever it may be. So you want to make your habits attractive. The third law was the law of response. This law emphasizes the importance of taking action and making progress, even if it's even when it's small. Every small action taken towards a habit reinforces it and makes it more likely that you will continue to do it. Um, and that aligns itself up with making sure that the habits that you're performing, you make them easier on yourself. Um, so by removing any barriers or obstacles to your habit, uh, you're more likely to perform things that are easier for you. And that's just human nature. Uh, this can be breaking down a habit into smaller, more manageable tasks. And that could be something that at work, at um, you know, if, if you're caught up on doing a lot of work, try to break, try breaking down things into something that you can manage in more of a time efficient basis um, and creating a simpler routine uh, to be integrated into your day. And the last law, the one that we just talked about was the law of reward. This law aligns itself up with making things satisfying. So this law suggests that rewards can be a, a powerful motivator for habits by rewarding um, yourselves to sticking to good habits, you reinforce and strengthen them. And this is my favorite one because this one creates a sense of satisfaction from the things that you're doing. And I think that's really important. 
when you want to pursue to do things in the future as well. As we come to the end of this episode of the Cover to Cover podcast, I want to thank you guys for tuning in and joining me in on this journey through some of the most impactful books that I have read so far and will continue to read. However, I want to share you my excitement for the future of this podcast and the content that I'll be bringing to you in the coming weeks and months. As much as I love discussing the books and sharing their insights with all of you, I believe that there's so much more to explore when it comes to personal development and growth. That's why I want to start incorporating more content that focuses on financial tools for investment and budgeting, fitness and training to focus on your physical health, diet and body maintenance to focus more on your nutrition and as well as hobbies and traveling to put your mind towards ideas and places that you may not have thought of before. We all have different interests and passions and by expanding our coverage beyond books, we can explore these areas and discover the new ways to improve our lives. I want to challenge you to continue this journey with me as we strive to bring the most impactful and the best version of ourselves out there. So thank you guys for listening and please follow the Instagram page that is in the bio for the cover to cover podcast. And I hope to see you soon next time. Thank you.